And we are live. Welcome, everybody, to Ask a Wizard. Hope you had a great weekend. How was it going? Welcome, 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 welcome. Today, we're going to be changing up the format just a little bit. Uh, we're going to be testing some new approach out. So if you guys would like to get a free reading, please go ahead and give this a share and tag a friend um, to get a three-card reading. Or you can simply say free reading in the comments below. Uh, however, we are going to be doing the readings after we do the lecture, so I'm going to start with the lecture right now. So if you could give this stream a share, that'll get you the three-card reading right away. Hey, how's it going, Twilight Owl? Welcome, welcome. Hope you had a great weekend. And so, yeah, we're going to be starting with the sh uh, lecture first, and then we're going to just do the rest of the stream as readings for everyone. Uh, that way it doesn't have to be right in the middle and kind of interrupt the flow, and then we don't have to worry about batches, and we, I think we'll be able to get some more readings in for you guys. So if you want to uh, get a free reading, make sure that you say uh, free reading in the comments below, and give this stream a share and tag some friends right now, and we are going to begin with the lecture, and then we're going to move right on in to the free readings. Hey Daniel, how's it going? Welcome Christina, welcome. Share to a group, I'll tag some people. Thank you very much, Twilight Out. I appreciate it a lot. So what are we talking about today? Well, today I'm going to be teaching you the methodology utilized by some of the greatest minds in history that isn't really talked about very often. And it's a different perspective on your career that can help you just rapidly grow in your career and gain better connections, a better network, more income, and just overall have a better perspective on your career. So if you're the kind of person where you're in your life right now and you're in your career and you're feeling like, I hate my job, I just want to get out of here, I feel like I'm getting used by the system, man, this is the lecture for you. So that is what we're going to be covering in the beginning of the stream, and then we're going to be doing live readings, free interactive live readings after the lecture here. So if you want to get one of those, make sure you drop it in the comments below, share the stream and tag some friends and let's get going. Hello, Susan, welcome. All right, so how do we begin this adventure? You're, you're in your job, you're at your desk, you feel like you're getting used, you feel like this is beneath you, you feel like you deserve better. How do we start the first step? How do we take the first step towards escaping this? Well, it starts with a process that Leonardo da Vinci applied, that Ben Franklin applied, that uh, some of the greatest minds in history have applied, and that is changing your perspective on what that job is. What is tedious about it? What is difficult about the job? So something that's not very well known is the fact that uh, da Vinci has, wasn't just Mr. Artist Genius Guy who sat around and inventing all day. In fact, the majority of his initial career was what would be equated to similarly to a internship plus live-in maid. Uh, not the most glamorous approach to life. In fact, uh, rich business people would often uh, have artists that they would financially support. And by financially support, I mean they'd give them food, give them water, give them shelter, and give them a very small amount of funding to support their art projects. And that was it. That was the only thing that they were given. And then in exchange, they were expected to fulfill the jobs of what like an intern would do, taking notes, writing things down, documenting facts, uh, doing errands, going out and delivering letters, cleaning the house, very menial task. And in exchange, they would have a allotted amount of time to practice their art, their craft. Hey, Kate. 
hope everyone is well at work, so can't watch today. No problem at all, Kate. Awesome, thank you very much, Twilight Owl. So that is the uh, position that most of these great minds took. So if we want to get past that, the first step is to realize the fact that the great minds that we look up today started in very non-glamorous jobs, doing a lot of menial tasks, a lot of hard work for just the opportunity to have a few select hours where they could work on their art and have food, have shelter, and be safe. And that is how most of these people start. And once you get past that threshold, you're going to move into the adventure. And that's when things start getting really interesting. Because now you can look at the world in a very different way. And <laughs> I just lost my train of thought there, sorry. You can look at your world, in a, uh, you can look at the, your job in a very different way. And what is that different way? Well, you can start seeing the menial task, the hard work you're doing, the, the stuff that you don't like about your job as that internship that Da Vinci went through to pay your bills, to be able to eat, to be able to sleep, to be safe. That's what those, the, the stuff that sucks at your job, that's what that's for. It's to make it so that you can have the money to do your art. Now, where does your art fit in? Well, your art could fit in in your job if you've gotten the right career, or it could fit in after work, after your job. Da Vinci would work most of the day and spend a little bit of time working on his art. Now, obviously, the Da Vinci we know didn't do that all the time, right? That was his start. So how do we take the next step? How do we move forward? How do we start growing? Well, that's where principle number two comes in here. And this is the advice that I think the mentors would hand down to you, which is, demonstrate value. And this breaks into two pieces here. Demonstrate your value in the workplace. Find ways to show how you could be more valuable to the person who's already paying you without having to pay you anymore. If you can demonstrate that in a very visible and obvious and written down tangible way, you're going to start attracting attention from people higher up in your company and they're going to want to move you up as you demonstrate value. Now, it's important you don't just do this. You want to make sure you're doing all of your normal tasks and also doing this. So you wanna do both. Now, the third part of that, and it's kind of, this kind of falls into uh, the first part as well, but it's a way of how do we identify the things to produce value? Because that's, you know, it's kind of vague. It's like, all right, well, how do I demonstrate value at my company? Like, what, what do we do? What's the secret? Well, the secret is find the thing that nobody else wants to do and that everyone complains about. Find that thing and get really good at it. If you get good at the thing that your boss is complaining about and that the person below him is complaining about and all of your coworkers are complaining about but no one is solving and then you are the one who solves it, you just became a very, very valuable asset to the company. And that is the kind of approach that is going to move you up the ladder rapidly, rapidly. Now you're thinking, well, yeah, but nobody wants to do it. Why would I do that? that I don't wanna do it either. I don't wanna be part of that. Well, this is where the final piece here, this is the dragon you're gonna to have to slay, guys. It's if you can go through that pain, if you can acquire that skill, if you can develop that right now, what you're going to be doing is building skill sets. You're going to be learning new valuable skills 
that aren't just valuable in of themselves, but combined with other things that you already know how to do. And there's a multiplying effect. So if you follow this process throughout your career, you're going to be moving up the corporate ladder faster and faster because you're learning more and more valuable skills that everyone wants to solve that nobody is solving. And you are the one solving them and those will compound with all those other issues because spoiler alert guys, the one problem that your company's having is probably in a lot of other companies too. So when you develop the skill set to solve all of these problems, you're going to become an invaluable asset. You'll be transformed into this asset to not just that the company you're at, but your whole life and every other company you go to. This is going to completely change your career. Now, the tricky part is, what do we do? How do we look out for the big problem? How does this screw up? The big problem that we screw up on is if we have the mindset, if we fall back into the mindset of, I'm better than this, I deserve better, I deserve to be doing my art all the time. If you deserve to do your art all the time, then like Da Vinci, your art should be paying for itself. Until your art is paying for itself, and Da Vinci's art didn't pay for itself in the beginning either, you do not have the right to say you deserve better until you've earned better. And that's a hard lesson to learn. But if you can overcome that, you are on the path of looking back on the past of where you were at in this, this grind, this, this sucky life of, ah, oh, I just got to clock in, clock out, get the job done, do this menial work, it's so below me, to this new position of power, realizing that those things pay the bills, those things get the job done, and now you're developing skills to get out of that area, promote your art or what you love and what you want to do, and get it into the world. Maybe it's not going to happen in six months, maybe it's not going to happen in two years, but the longer you go, the more powerful you'll become. And it's a lot better than grinding 40 hours a day or a week and not getting anywhere. And when you bring that to the world, like Da Vinci, like Ben Franklin, like all the other great minds who adopted this principle, you can bring your art to the world and make the world a better place. And that is the lecture for today, guys. So I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it was beneficial. And now we're doing some live free readings. So if you want to get some free readings, drop them in the comments below. I'm going to catch up with the comments here and see who is next. Let's get some live wizard readings going. If you have any questions and whatnot about that, let me know. I'd love to hear it. All right. What do we got here? We got Twilight Owl just popping off with the tags. What a legend. Daniel saying hello. Susan saying hello. Susan saying, hope all is well tonight. Everything is amazing, Susan. Hope everyone is well. I'm at work. Oh, that's all right, Katie. I keep calling you Katie, even though it says Kate. I don't know why. I feel like we're just casual now, Katie. I know you so well. <laughs> uh, Salty Owl says, hello. Yeah, what up, Salty Owl? You seasoned those steaks. Alex made steak tonight. It was amazing. We found out, because of whatever's going on with the beer sniffles, uh, you can buy steak at Costco for basically the same price as like average like sirloin, but you can get ribeye. It's like eight bucks a pound if you buy it in bulk. And we have a freezer, so now we have steak every night. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Amanda shared. Awesome, Amanda. Let's get you on the list. You're up. Actually, we don't need to get you on the list. You're next. Amanda, if you're here, let's get your reading. Love watching your eyes. Oh, thank you very much, Amanda. I appreciate that. Do do do. Let's get our list set up here. We got Amanda. 
Boom, Amanda's getting a three-card reading. She shared the stream, which you can do too, by the way. If you want to get a free reading, all you have to say is free reading. That gets you a one-card reading for free. And if you want to take it to the next level, tag a friend or share the stream, and you will get a three-card reading. That's a paid reading for free. You should ask for a free reading, okay? Yes, I agree. I'm going to give that a like. Taylor says, hey, Nick. How's it going, Taylor? You looking for a reading, Taylor? Let me know. Taylor, I believe you have an owl name. Let me know what it was. Ooh, Quinny Quinn. That's a cool name. It's like Harley Quinn times two. Quinn, that's for free. I haven't had one in a while. Thank you. Haven't seen you in a while. Well, come on. I'm here every Monday through Friday, Taylor. Brilliant. Straight truth. Thank you very much, Susan. I appreciate that. Rebecca says, yeah, or hey, I'm here. Octopus, octopus, octopus. Thank you, Rebecca. I appreciate the octopus. <laughs> Salty Owl is laughing. Yes. He will salt those steaks. Yes. Kristen, Christina has shared. Awesome. Let's get you on the list, Christina. Christina. Bye, Ben. It has become my pen of light. <laughs> Amber has shared as well. Awesome. It's me, the Love Owl. Yes! Love Owl in attack mode. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, Amber. Amber's also shared as well. Rebecca shared too. Wow, we have got a lineup today, don't we? Rebecca. Do, do, do. All right, Amanda. Are you here, Amanda? Welcome, Amanda. It's time to get your reading going. Let's go, let's go. Amanda, you've got a three-card reading. Would you like to do it? Let's do it. I'm liking this style. This is nice. This is nice. We get the lecture out, and then we just do all readings until until it's time to go to bed, until it's time for sleepy time. I like it. It's not as clunky. It's a little bit smoother. Let me know what you guys think. Though, Amanda, we have not seen you respond yet, so if you want to get your reading, then we're going to have to move on to the next reading. Susan, night. See you soon. Light love, my friend. Thank, thank you very much. Standard, standard emotional support for me. I'm not capable of the light love jutsu yet. I'll work on that. Let's see. It's just like... Did I do it? Did I do it? Let me know. If you see a flashlight that's in the shape of a heart, that was me. I did that. No sleep time. I'm watching a marathon of Avatar the last... Yes, Rebecca, you would be friends with Alex. Let me tell you, she is a huge fan of... Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I recently started rewatching it and I've been less, I, I was a big fan as a kid. I'm a little bit less of a fan, but I still like it. I still like it. Aw, uh, just me. Left on, all good. You got this. Want a free reading? All right. Well, Amanda, we have not seen your reading come on in, so let's go to the next one. Christina. Christina, are you here? Christina, let me know. It's time for your three card reading. Oh, Christina. Christina. Are you here? Let me know in the comments below. I believe in you. Twilight Owl says, me too. Love Avatar. Yes. I love Avatar. I liked, I, I like Avatar. I used to love Avatar. Now I like Avatar. I Rewatching re it, the, what's, what's her name? The waterbender girl kind of, kind of annoyed me a little bit. I found her frustrating. <laughs> but I mean, how do you beat turning into a giant fish? That's pretty legit. That's pretty cool. All right, Christina is up. Let's get her reading going. 
Gosh, you guys have been patiently waiting. Thank you very much. Let's go. All right, three cards. Now, which philosopher does Christina need advice on? Hey, Christina, is there anything in particular you need advice on? Let me know, and we'll make that guide the direction of this stream. Rebecca, never watched the whole thing. I'm more of a manga reader, but I want to watch it. I like the backstory for no reason. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Plato it is. All right. Plato's a very helpful guy. He's got a lot of good wisdom. Share and tag. You'll get a three-card reading. That is correct, Christy. You will. And Christina, if there's anything in particular you want direction on, I'm going to go with a general reading. And if you have something you'd like insights on, just throw it into the comment section below. So looking into the past here, we see the King of Spades. The King of Spades represents the knowledge of knowledge. So this is a um, this is like the, the archetypical representation of gaining wisdom. Uh, so what we see in the past is this time in your life where it was like you were just a sponge. You were just absorbing so much wisdom. You were learning from school, learning from videos, learning from... Uh, what you watch, what you listen to. It was like everything. It, it was like this unlocked part of your mind where you're just, you know, just zoom, absorbing new and new information. In fact, I'm getting to the point where it's almost like this weird intuitive feeling to me. It's not what the cards are saying, but I'm getting this impression where there's like a time in your life where you were just like, you would get so engrossed in a book or something you were learning, the time would just go by, and it would be like, oh shoot, it's like, I, I, it's what, what time is it? And it was like, it could be so absorbing to you that this process, um, that it would be just overwhelming. And so that's what we see in the past here. Now, walking into the present, Christina, we see the nine of spades. So what this is telling us is that pursuit, that gaining of wisdom time in our life paid off. We now have attained a level of wisdom that most people don't have. We've gained a lot of information about topics that most people don't have. And now we're in the spot where it's like, we have the knowledge, it's all up in here. We got it all up in here. So now what do we do? What's the next step? That's where we find you at right now. Is this sounding accurate to you, Christina? Is this giving you a little bit of insight, sounding uh, like something you're experiencing? Let me know in the comments below. I want to make sure that I'm giving you the right information. And if not, that's perfectly fine. We can adjust accordingly. I just want to make sure we're hitting on point. Thank you very much, Christy. Let me add you to the list while we wait for Christina's feedback. Christy. Christy, I'm a huge fan of the... Uh, every part of your name except the last letter it's like uh kind of my thing christina is saying it is accurate but your name is also wonderful as well <laughs> i'm just making bad christian jokes <laughs> all right so looking into so we see christina saying that this is accurate and hitting on point perfect so we see this point now. Now, what is the wisdom that we need? What would Plato suggest here that would help you through this personal situation? That's where the Seven of Diamonds shows up. So the Seven of Diamonds is about confidence in the material. So what the advice here is, is if you just know the information, that isn't enough. We need to materialize it. We need to take action on it. So having the wisdom in our head isn't enough to 
take the steps forward that we need to do. We need to act out the wisdom we have in the world. This could be in the form of writing, this could be in the form of audio, this could be in the form of video, or this could be in the form of just simply taking action in the world based on what you already know. And that is the next step. What you really need to do is you've got the wisdom. You know what to do now. You have what you need to know. You got it. You're ready to go. Let's not worry about getting more information now. Let's worry about acting on the information that we've gained and putting it out into the world, making it happen, making the logos manifest. And that is going to get you some much better results than, because learning information has a peak where um, once you gain enough amount of information, you're gonna actually learn more from doing the thing than you are from the books. So you once you hit that point, you don't want to get any more information. You've got, you got enough information. Now's the time to act. And so that is the information I have for you today. Christina, I hope that it was beneficial for you. I hope it gave you some insights. Let me know in the comments below. Twilight Owl calling out Quinn, saying that sh they would love a, a, uh, love a reading. Right, Quinn? Not sure, but we will find out. <laughs> All right, Christina. Let me know if that was helpful for you. I hope that it was. Now we're moving on to Amber. Amber, are you here, Amber? Can you make a noise for me, Amber? Are you still here? Would you like to get a reading? Man, love a writer. I get so impatient writing. Man, love a writer. Heck yeah. Well, writing for me is not my medium for sure. Um, I, I think I literally have it in my blog post where it's like, I hate writing. So if I write something, it means I took a lot of time to do it. It might be worth reading. <laughs> okay, it just, it's, writing is not my strong suit. Um, well, it's not even true. I can actually write pretty well. <laughs> I can write pretty well. I'm not good at proofreading. Proofreading I suck at. I can write pretty well. Um, it's just I don't enjoy doing it. That's the main thing. Christina says, thank you. No problem at all. Amber has arisen. Welcome, Amber. Thank you. Give me a reading for me and Nick, please. He is here watching with me. Awesome. Love Owl. Let's do it. Let's add you to the list, Taylor. Also known as Love Owl. I'll even put a heart and an owl next to you so I remember. And then forget, like I always do. And Amber is here. By the way, next on the list is Rebecca. So, Rebecca, if you'd like to get your reading, uh, be, on, be around after Amber's reading. Oh, well, there you are, Rebecca. Welcome. My teacher said I was a good writer, but she told me I was the queen of run-on sentences. <laughs> Actually, um, gosh, I remember that was something that really improved my writing was ad copy, learning that simple sentences are much more effective for communicating ideas. And so it's basically just like wherever you feel like you could fit a period in, add a period, and that'll help. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Don't forget. I'll, I'll try my best, Love Owl. I will try my best. All right, Amber, let's get going. Let's, let's show off. Here we go. Showing off time. Yay! All right, let's get you some cards. Ooh, Amber, you got a fun one ahead. I like this reading already. I don't know why I switched sides with my cards and my, uh, my notes. I'm off. Let's do this. What? insight does amber need which philosopher does amber need amber if you have anything in particular you'd like advice on let me know and that will be very helpful okay mr yoon 
Wow. I'm getting the impression, Amber, you probably are the kind of person who's had some pretty profound dreams in their life. Um, these like movie clear dreams that just are whew, a lot of depth, a lot of, a lot of like very impactful, actually. Uh, almost a little scary. Sometimes a little scary. Yeah, yeah. This is a very powerful subconscious mind here. Very gifted. Cool. Very cool. All right, Amber, let me know if there's anything in particular you'd like insight on, and I'm going to move right along here to the reading. So looking into the past, we see the Ace of Spades, the beginning of a new wisdom, just the seed, though. There's this just new idea, this new concept, this new thing that we want to learn about in the past that just kind of captures our attention just a bit, and it's like just the... the there's this like flash of intuitive feeling here where it's like, what is that? That's interesting. I want to know more. I want to know more. And that's where we see you at right now. This is like, um, it's almost like the, this, the intuitive thing that comes to my mind is like the seeds of attraction. Like, what is it that makes me drawn to some people and not others? What is it that, uh, really, resonates with me trying to figure out like how can I best present myself to the world and find the person that's best for me and so we see this idea in the past now walking into the present what we see is the eight of wands so the eight of wands is about growth in the spiritual so this pursuit here uh, in the past is leading into this point in your life now where you're realizing the most important thing really is these core principles, your philosophy, your spirituality, what's true, finding the person that resonates with you, not just the physical, but uh, not just the emotional even, but this deep, profound connection that it's hard to describe if you don't believe in God, but yet we all experience it because, spoiler alert, God's real. And so... That's where we see you at in this time right now. Is this sounding accurate for you, Amber? Is this giving you insights? I want to make sure we're hitting this on point before I get to your advice here and what the next steps are. So, and if not, that's perfectly fine. Uh, we will adjust accordingly. Just let me know. Let's see here. Rebecca says, like my dream when I was writing a bar of soap, like Aladdin. Never forget that dream. That's not profound. <laughs> <laughs> what could that mean? What could that mean? Writing a bar is so very accurate. Yes, awesome, Amber. Glad to hear that this is on point. Let's move on and see what the wisdom is that we need to move into. So the piece of advice that I would give you that uh, would be based on my studying of Carl Jung here would be The Fool. So The Fool is my favorite card in the world, okay? Because uh, I'm a wizard. So The Fool represents the beginning of a hero's journey. This is starting a new adventure. This is you, the hobbit, in, a new, in your hole, and uh, you haven't even started your adventure yet. So it's just the beginning phases. The wizard's job is to grab the hobbit, throw them out of their hole, and send them on their adventure. So this is where we see you at. You're, you're starting your new adventure. And um, what this is is saying... The new adventure to begin is to pursue relationship based on these deep principles. We haven't really taken this to its extreme yet. We haven't gone and said, this is the core measure of how I'm going to judge my future relationships. And this isn't even just romantic love. This is Eros. This is, uh, this is Plutonic love. This is familial love. This is applying it to everything, which is I want to grow the relationships on a profound level, not on the material or the emotional 
uh, and by material I mean physical, uh, emotional, or even the similar thinking. We want to get it on the deep level. So the step, the next step for you is to begin that journey, to act it out, to begin the story, and take the first step out of the door. And be aware, you're going to probably reject it at first. You're going to try it out, and you're going to be like, this is stupid, this isn't working, I don't want to deal with this. We're not going to do that. Instead, you need to press through, accept that there's going to be rejection involved in this. There's going to be people who are like, what the heck, this is weird. Uh, And there's going to be people who are kind of put off by the fact that you're now assertive now and going for a higher standard. And you need to get through that threshold. From that point, you're going to find your mentor, slay the dragon, and take the transformation that you deserve, which is into a higher level person. You're going to be a better person. And just don't go back. You're going to realize how great it is. And just don't be tempted to fall back into old patterns of behavior. And if you do that, you're going to realize how great your life has become because you chose to take that journey. And that is going to be so fantastic not just for you but for the person that you find and the people that you love so go on that journey you're gonna love it and that is the reading i have for you so let's move right along let's make sure i didn't miss anybody here shaney shaney shana shana there we go shana is shared first time here well shana thank you very much for trusting me with a share with being the first time here i really appreciate that shana you are on the list. Boom. That is very nice of you. All right. Next on the list is Rebecca, 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 Rebecca. Oh, I know Rebecca's here. I've seen Rebecca in the chat. No, Taylor, you are after Christy. So uh, next is Christy after uh, Rebecca. And then we have Taylor, also known as Love Owl. Do, 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 do. And then after Love Owl is Shayna. Rebecca, me. All right, Rebecca, let's go. Let's do it. Do, 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 do. Rebecca's time is now. I don't know why. I keep going for like 90s intros for Rebecca's name. (laughs) Uh, I had a childhood friend named Rebecca. She was awesome. I think she's a hairdresser now. I think. In Idaho, I believe. She's a cool person. All right, let's go. Christy's my mom. Yes, that's legit. Oh, I like that. That is awesome. She has an awesome name. All right, Rebecca, is there anything in particular you're looking for? I'm in the 90s. Yes. I mean, I, I knew that. I could sense it psychically. I'm not a psychic, by the way, guys. I'm a wizard. I do archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. That's how I do these things. It's truth. Not communicating with spirits, angels, or demons. None of that. This is logos. This is truth. This is philosophy. That's what I'm doing. All right. Uh, let me know if there's anything in particular, Rebecca, that you'd like information on. She says general reading. All right. Let's get it going. Lafa, you don't want me cutting your hair. I, I mean, at this point, since no one can cut my hair because we live in a terrible state called California, I, I probably would, but that's fine. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. What philosopher do we need here? Hmm. 
the impression here that Rebecca might be looking to do some rather extreme lifestyle changes or experiments right now. Um, like living out in her front yard in a tent for no reason, just, just to see what happens. That's the like mindset. It's not that specifically, but that's like the, the, the mindset I get, this desire for adventure, for something new, just to shake things up. And the reason I think that is Diogenes would like to come in on here. So let's, let's find out. Let's move forward and see. So looking into the past, we see the king of hearts. So this is knowledge of the emotions. Um, this is seeing your past here um, a lot, realizing the impact that your emotions can have sometimes and becoming aware of that fact that like there's just this, um, this overwhelming drive of emotions that just sometimes overcome you and it's just like it can sometimes be good it can sometimes be bad but it's just this like uh overwhelming force of just desire to do things to just go out there and get it just go and just take action and, and and transform and uh explode and so that's what we see here in the past now walking into the present we see the eight of hearts so this is about growth of emotion so what we're seeing is in the past we realized this pattern of behavior of ourselves and now we're at the point where we're feeling that emotion start to build up again and we're like oh shoot and you're feeling a little cramped you're like i need to have this outlet i need to explode with this emotional force and you're trying to find the place to direct it correctly. And so that's where I kind of see you at right now is this building of tension of high energy. Um, and there's a little bit of tension where it's like, oh, what do I do? But there's also a like excitement to it as well. It's like a, a joy of wanting to do it. Is this sounding accurate for you, Rebecca? I wanna make sure that this is on point. Uh, let me know. Rebecca gives sweaty head face. I'm, I'm not sure what that one means. Uh, does that mean I'm hitting it on the point a little too accurate? I'm uh, sorry. Thank you for the, I'm going to eat those emojis. That was delicious. Um, and she says, I'm like the Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I see that lining up here. So is this sounding accurate for you then? Hey, Wise Owl in the chat. Welcome, Wise Owl. How are you doing? Wise Owl is here being legendary and stuff. All right. I haven't heard an answer from Rebecca yet, so I'm going to assume that it's accurate based on her reactions, and we're going to move right along. Oh, she says it's accurate. Awesome. Great. So looking into the future, what is the advice that we need to know? Ooh, and this is a tough one. So the advice here is that we want to grind on the principles. So what this is saying is that we want to make sure that whatever we choose to do, whatever this experiment is, we don't want to compromise on our principles, on our, on, we don't want to do something that's going to have a lasting massive impact on our life. We want to just, uh, like what Diogenes would say is like, hey, why not just, you know, completely change your diet for a week just for fun? Or, hey, why not uh, sleep on the couch just because? Make a, make a, go make a blanket fortress. But what this would say is to not do is don't go move to another country. Don't go into debt for something. Like, this is a time where we want to get this energy out in a way that isn't permanent and lasting. That would be the advice here. Um, it's not to say that what you're going to do is bad, per se. It's just saying... Um, we don't want the emotion to be the driving force of something that makes a huge permanent change in our life. But try and experiment instead. See if that works. See if it helps. If after the experiment you still want to do the big change, 
then that would be a better time. But let's get that energetic force dis dissipated before we make a big choice in our life. Yes, I can get that. Yeah, I get that. That's why I've been careful when, whereas before I would just be like, blarga, larga, 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 and then poof. But I got kids a house now. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that this is on point. And so lining up perfectly with the timeline as well, the past where it was a pretty big deal, feeling it now, but understanding you need to have an outlet that is just fun and exciting, but not this massive, uh, all encompassing change. Awesome. Thank you very much, Wise Al. I appreciate that. Uh, that is true. You can support me at paypal.me forward slash askawizard, where you can pay whatever you think the wisdom I've given you guys today is worth, and I really appreciate that, as well as all the tags and all of the shares. They all mean a lot to me, guys. Thank you all so much. All right. Christy, you're up. Christy, are you here, Christy? And after Christy, we have Taylor and Nick, also known as Love Owl. That would be Taylor, who is known as Love Owl. Do-do-do-do-do. Christy, are you here? Let me know below. Christy, Christy. By the way, Wise Owl, we're doing lectures in the beginning of the stream now, and it is going very well. It's much smoother. I'm really enjoying this. This is a good improvement. Thank you very much for the suggestion, by the way, Wise Owl. Your wisdom precedes your name. <laughs> Christy has risen. Welcome, Christy. How are you? I shouldn't say that. And I know it has nothing to do with Christianity. I know that I'm not saying something blasphemous, but it just feels wrong because that's what you say at Easter. Christy has arrived. There we go. <laughs> I mean, no shame at all to you. All right. Christy, let us begin. Oh, I forgot to shuffle the cards. My bad. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. The King of Hearts again? This is... Didn't we just... <laughs> All right. There we go. Beautiful. Anything in particular, Christy? Uh, that you're looking forward to or, or any information you want insights on, let me know and we can work on that specifically. Or as my very poorly or not often plugged name, you what would you like to ask a wizard? <laughs> that was the, the original concept of the name. <laughs> I just never say it because I guess I'm bad at building a brand um <laughs> okay oh okay mr mr aurelius marcus aurelius wants to show him and uh wait what oh no someone's stopping him at the gate all right what's going on here All right, Aristotle it is, Mr. Aristotle. Very good. Aristotle, probably the smartest man who ever lived. Let's see what wisdom we have today. Looking into the past, we see the Queen of Wands. So the Queen of Wands is a patience with spirituality. Um, there's this long period in our life where um, we're really being called to to hold to our principles 
we're being called to just hold our standards. And um, this is a very noble pursuit. This is also the representation of like becoming the, the archetypically, um, for, for men, men typically go for the queen of hearts as their like ideal, however, or the queen of diamonds for that matter. Um, however, the queen of wands tends to be the perfect woman for marriage. This is the woman that you want to be with in the long term, the one that has principles, the one that's uh, loyal and trustworthy and um, a little bit mysterious too, a little adventurous, a little unpredictable. And this is that kind of perfect mixture, um, you, might, you, you know, the, the marriage material. And so we see this as the in the past here. So this is saying that... Um, even from a younger age, the idea of the long term was at the center of being a highly, uh, not just trying to go into flings, not just trying to do the whole casual scene thing, but more looking for a deep, longer relationship. And so that's what we're seeing showing up here in the past. Now, walking into the present, we see the Four of Spades. So the Four of Spades is about stability in the way that we think. So we've reached a point now where there was this time in our life where we went a little crazy. We kind of broke out of this pattern here where it's like, well, is this even worth any of this? But we've realized that that deviation from the pattern was nonsense and that we now know who we are, where we're at and what we want to be. And we're really structured in that now. And we understand that point. So that's where we're looking at right now is, um, seeing you at in this position now is I know that the principles are strong and I know that I should be sticking with them and I'm really happy sticking with them and it feels very safe and structured here. Is this sounding accurate for you, Christy? I want to make sure I'm giving you the info you're looking for. Let me know, Christy. Oh, Jen says, I'd love a message, please. All right, Jen. Thank you for the tag, Madison. I wish you no problem at all, Jen. Awesome, Jen. We'll get you on the list. Can I please have a free reading? Of course, Tori. You may as well. Jen and Tori. Fun fact, the name Tori was the name of a school program that uh, was very weird at my school. It was like the, the, the bizarre, bizarre uh, attempt to bring back a classical education, but the school wasn't capable of actually applying it because it was a school and a college can't actually teach you anything because it's a horrible organization. And so it just kind of collapsed. It was very bizarre. And it was called Tori. <laughs> Christy is saying that this reading is sounding on point and accurate. Perfect, Christy. Let's see what the wisdom that we need to do. What's the next step? What's the information that we need? What we see is the seven of hearts. So the seven of hearts is confidence in our emotions. This is a beautiful card to see showing up here. This is saying that because we're sticking to our principles, because we're being strong and stable and understanding that truth, we're now confident in our emotions. We can be more confident in the relationships we build. We can trust the people we are with, not just romantically, but all of the people that we're with. And you can really just fully express your love because there isn't this fear of this temporary 
casual, shallow relationship. There's a depth to these relationships because you stuck to your principles and you live by those principles. And because you hold that standard, this is interesting. It's almost like getting a glimpse into the future of that reading we had earlier, the person who was just beginning this journey. You're like the person who lived out the, the, the fact. You lived out the truth that that person was beginning their new journey on and now we're seeing how it really just works out. You can be with people, truly be with people and express who you are because you have stuck to these principles. That's a beautiful thing to see showing up here, Christy. I am glad that I was able to give you this reading today. And thank you for coming today and letting me give you a reading. Thank you very much. And I appreciate it. Christy is awesome. And if you know anyone else who would enjoy this kind of reading, tag them in. I'd love to meet them because you seem like a really awesome person as well. And that goes for everybody that we've given the readings for, unless I banned you. In which case, if I banned you, you can't tag anyone. But if I banned you, it's because I don't want you to tag anyone. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. The long-awaited. Love Owl, it is your turn. Love Owl's reading is now. By the way, if you want to get owlified, if you've been here for a few streams and you wonder... How can I be known as an owl as well? It's very simple. All you need to do is think of a cool nickname, followed by the word owl, and let me know, and you will become owlified. What does it cost? $60,000. No, I'm just kidding. It doesn't cost anything at all. Um, <laughs> what would you do? What would you do if you found out every owl had paid me sixty grand to be called an owl? Not even to get the name. There's no change at all. It's just your nickname now. <laughs> Now every single one of those nut jobs is going to clip this thing and put it in. See, we told you. He's in the Illuminati starting a cult for owls. He's collecting $60,000. Guys, I have video evidence. <laughs> Tori says, ha, ha, ha. Oh, well, that's interesting. Let's see. Taylor, me. Yay. Very accurate for my mom. She is awesome. Yes. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you. By the way, Shayna, Shayna, I'm trying, I'm trying, Shayna, uh, I'm so bad with names, that, that's probably part of the reason I like owl names, they tend to be easy, uh, Shayna, you are after Taylor, so make sure you stick around, because we're going to do Love Owls reading right now, which is Taylor and Nick, and then we're going to move right along, uh, Love Owls, is there anything in particular you wanted a reading regarding, is there anything you like insights on, or just a general reading, let me know in the comments below. Let us begin. Eat those emojis. I need to remember to shuffle the cards. I keep forgetting. There we go. Thank you. We were close to a serendipitous moment there. Oh, two eights, two eights. Oh, well, we had one the other day. It was crazy. We we had a, I think it was, was it five fives? It might've been five fives. And like three owls felt their rooms like get warmer. And like, it was crazy. Lights flickering. It was bizarre, the serendipity. And and they, they were saying weird stuff happened in the cameras. It was good times, good times. That was fun. I think it was last week. On Friday? It might have been Serendipitous Friday. All right, Love Owl is looking for a general reading for Love Owl and Nick. All right, let us begin.
C.S. Lewis enters the stage. All right. Sounds good. C.S. Lewis, the legendary philosopher and author, the one who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia and the author of the Christian apologetic book, Mere Christianity. A wonderful philosopher who proved the existence of God through the existence of universal morality. Not the best argument, but uh, certainly better than anything an atheist could put together. That's for sure. All right, looking into the past here, we see the Eight of Wands. So the Eight of Wands is about advancement in the spiritual. So we're seeing this um, this growth, this, this pushing forward in our spiritual life in the past. Uh, maybe we weren't, we, we had a religious background, but we kind of had uh, moved away from it a little bit, uh, you know, not just kind of going through the motions here, but then there was this key defining moment in our lives where we, we realized it. I think it was actually you guys coming together, like getting more serious about things, um, realizing like, Hey, you know, like what are we, what kind of person do we want to be and what kind of model do we want to set for if, you know, like if there's children involved, if we, if we have a, a family, a future, like what, what do we believe in? And so there's this really profound moment where that kind of really made it more serious. It really got real. And that's where you, I, th I find for a lot of people, that's when Christianity really flicks on from what I've seen in the church is the, when you realize that like, oh shoot, wait, we have to like decide this on, are, are we going to be the kind of person who lives this way? Is this the pattern of life that we really want? Um, and when they choose to do that, it, the, the realness really comes in and that's when the weird stuff starts happening too. When you start realizing this world is so much weirder and more mysterious than you could ever possibly imagine. And so walking into the present, we see the eight of spades. So this is a similar process here. So we have this advancement in the spirituality. Now we're moving into, we've got the principles founded. We've got them down. Now we're thinking like, what do we, now let's do that same process for what, what are we going to teach? What are we going to believe? What are we going to talk about um, to the people that we raise and the people that we're around? And so these are the ideas. So it's not just the principles anymore, but it's the the actual words, like, do we want to homeschool kids or do we want them to go to public school? Do we um, want to teach them about uh, nutrition or do we want to let the school do that? Like, and there's this information world now where it's like, what is the wisdom? And then as you realize that, it's like, there's a lot that we need to learn. And so now you're learning more. It's like, how do we teach them the best nutrition, the best information? And so that's the process that we see you guys at right now. Uh, Love Alice says, are we meant to be together? Well, that is not something I can answer. I'm not a psychic. Um, that would be something that you can answer, though, very easily by sitting down and talking it out. You know, figure out what do you want. Know yourself. Self-knowledge. Uh, you know, I do the personality calls on my website, um, but you can get personality tests for free. Uh, but you can also get personality tests online for free. Uh, 16 personalities is one that I often recommend. Learn who you are. Know yourself. What do you want? What do you not want? What are your principles? Do you guys uh, have major conflicts in the things that matter most? And those are the things that you want to openly discuss. And it feels a little weird. It's kind of like, that's not the way. That kind of ruins the magic. No, 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 no. 
That's not the magic. That is not the magic at all. The magic is when you guys get into alignment with your principles and your beliefs and you have what you want and you have expressed yourselves honestly and openly. You've let truth into your life. When you let truth in, now that's when the magic happens. You know, Christ is truth. Logos. When Logos is at the center, things become way more interesting and a lot more effective. You'll realize dating can be a lot more efficient when you're just like, oh yeah, sorry, I don't agree with that particular core principle. This is something I don't believe in at the most fundamental level. Um, I don't want that in my life. No, I don't want to be in a casual relationship with someone who's with other people. Maybe that's a core principle you have. If that's the case and they conflict with that, that's not a good relationship, you know, and, and don't expect them to change for you. And unless they're like, no, I'm 100% on board with that. I, I'm cool. I will do the exclusive thing. That's fine, too. That's just one example. Get the stuff out there. Just talk. Use the dialectic. It's uh, profound. Show me your dirty magic. Uh, I don't know what that means. Is that where like I do magic with a clump of dirt? All right, so uh, why, Love Al, is this sounding accurate for you? Is this giving you some information to go on? Uh, let me know. I've got the last piece of information here, but I want to make sure that what we're hitting on here is insightful for you and sounding accurate. Let me know in the comments below. Oh, Brittany probably wants me to do this. Oh, God. Oh, never do that. Never do it again. Oh, that hurt. Is that what you're looking for, Brittany? <laughs> oh, love owl. Is this the reading you're looking for? All right, sounds like it's accurate. Let's move on. What is the information you need? The Jack of Wands. Will you read us? Yeah, if you share the, or yeah, if you just want a free reading, let me know. We'll get you a free reading, Brittany. Just let me know. So the Jack of Wands is saying taking action on the spiritual. So what this is saying is we really, really need, we, we, we set the principles in app, but we need to take action on the principles. We need to live the principles. We can't just have them down. We can't just say, we believe this. We have to live it out. We need to act it out. We need to behave in a manner that is coherent with the principles we proclaim. That is the key here. And that is going to give you the insight you're looking for. And um, I think that that's going to help you out. And you can't just say it. You can't just say, these are the things I believe. You know, that's where you see them all the time show up in here. I call them the kinos, Christians in name only. They're people who call themselves Christians and then proceed to act like Pharisees, which is the people that Jesus came and whipped. It's like, not very Christian-like. So you got to act out the principles that you ascribe. Um, you can't just take the label. You got to be what those principles mean and act them out in the world. And that is the information I have for you today. Legendary Love Owl and Nick. Thank you very much. Brittany says, will you read us? Oh, 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 it's magic, you know. Now let's play... I'll Venmo you. What's your Venmo? Uh, I have a PayPal. It's paypal.me forward slash askitwizard. Um, however, Brittany, you are on the list now. We actually have a bunch of readings. Right next, right now, we have Sh 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 Sh
<laughs> Cheyenne is up. And then after her is Jen. And then we have Tori. And then now is Brittany. So you are on the list, Brittany. However, we have a few readings to go before you. But I can uh, drop my link in there for you. Wise Owl did very lovingly earlier. But I foolishly have not pinned my comment for you guys. However, Brittany, please uh, only pay whatever you think a reading is worth or the wisdom that you've received today is worth and only pay if you can afford it. If not, there are many ways you can support me that are just as valuable as money, sharing, tagging a friend. Those are plenty of other ways to support me as well. Shayna, close, yes, Shayna. All right, well, Shayna, you're here, that's good. By the way, after Shayna, we have Jen. Jen is next on the list. Uh, Jen, if you're here, let us know in the comments below so that we can uh, avoid the delay and uh, be on around. It broke, in, in broke unless you have Venmo. Uh, no, no, I don't have my Venmo. But that's perfectly fine. Share, just share the stream or tag someone, or you can get a free reading. You don't even have to share. You just have to, you can get a one card reading for free. It's uh, it's pretty awesome here. This is Ask a Wizard. Welcome. <laughs> All right, Shayna, let us go. I follow a Plutonic model, so basically I just accept people who pay whatever they think the wisdom is worth in each stream, and if I do a great job, then I get paid well, and if they can afford it, I get paid very well, and if not, that's fine too. I have no concerns. I know that what I'm doing is helpful, and that's how I do it, and it helps me measure the success. I want 29 cards. Yeah, no, we're not doing 29 cards. Not even close. Um, Shayna. Shayna, let's begin. All right. Shayna, is there anything in particular you're looking for advice on? Is there anything uh, you, in particular, you'd like me to help you with? Let me know in the comments below. And let's figure out which philosopher we should work with today. Now, again, guys, remember, I'm not a psychic. I am a wizard. I do wizard readings. I study archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. And I memorized it with this deck of cards. So that is how... I am doing what I'm doing. I'm not communicating with spirits. I'm not communicating with angels or demons. None of that. I use logos, truth, and archetypical story to help you get information because the world follows archetypes and heroes' journeys. And you bring your individuality and the wisdom of people much greater than my own from the books that I've read can help many people at any point in their life in a almost infinite number of ways. All right, Shayna says she's just looking for a general reading. All right, let us begin. Looking into the past here. Hmm. Not getting much of a response right now. Come on. going on here (laughs) 
Seneca mousingly walks out. Okay. All right, Seneca. Let's begin. Seneca, the legendary Stoic philosopher, author of the book on the shortness of life. Life is not short if you live it correctly. It's more or less the summation of his philosophy book and telling people how to live their life correctly. Let's look into the past now. So looking into the past, uh, we see the Nine of Hearts. The Nine of Hearts is about advancement and emotion. So the Nine of Hearts is telling us um, that in the past, we're in this process where our emotions, we attained emotions, I should say. We, um, we had this feeling of emotional stability, this, um, this profound accomplishment, something that really kind of set the tone for the rest of our life. It was this uh, very emotional moment, this, uh, this accomplishment that we had. It was like a, a, almost like, it's not childhood dream, but it's like, there was this big goal and, and it really, it brought the people together and it brought the emotion up and it was just a, a really great moment in our life. It was like a peak we're seeing in the past here and really helps us out. It was like, wow, you know, like I can be a winner. I can succeed. I can uh, set a goal, set a dream and move towards that goal and dream. And so that's where we see you at right now. So, all right, in the past. Now, walking into the present, we see the Eight of Spades. So the Eight of Spades is about advancement in knowledge. So what we're at the point in now is we're in a, different, a new period of our life where we're learning new information. We're gaining wisdom. And um, that's okay, Brittany. Uh, if if I, I don't have a Venmo, I'm not setting one up right now. Um, I have a PayPal, which is pinned there, but if that's not working, it's perfectly fine. Um, like I said, you can share or tag someone, but um, you'll be fine. Um, but it, if you can't, then don't worry about it. We'll be good. So the Eight of Spades is about advancement in wisdom. So um, we're in this new phase in our life, Shana, where we are trying to gain information. We're trying to learn a new skill. We're trying to become more wise. And so we're kind of getting this reflection of the past, of this past accomplishment, and we're turning to that for inspiration. We're kind of being told, hey, let's look at that thing we did in the past that was a success to help us during this new period right now where we're learning more information. Like, hey, I did it before, I accomplished something before, I'm gonna accomplish it again. And so that's where we kind of see you at right now. Is this sounding accurate for you, Shana? Is this uh, giving you the information you're looking for? I wanna make sure that we're on point. Let me know in the comments below. And if it's not, that's perfectly fine. We can adjust accordingly. Uh, I just wanna make sure that we're hitting it on point so we uh, figure out what the lesson, the next step is for you, Shana. Oh, Shana, are you still with us? Let me know. Shana, I have figured out how to say your name correctly by repeating it quite a few times. What do you think? Am I doing a good job? <laughs> Shana's saying it sounds accurate. Awesome, glad to hear that this is sounding on point. Um, by the way, Jen, if you are here, make sure that you comment in the comments below. Your reading is next. Just a heads up, Jen. 
they know there's like a 15 second delay, so I wanna make sure I get the message out ahead of schedule. And then after that will be Tori. All right, let's see what's the information that we need. What is the wisdom that is the next step? So this one, it's, it's a little bit of, it's not that there's bad things ahead. It's just, this is a tougher advice, which is the six of diamonds. So the six of diamonds is saying a grind related to the material. So what this is telling us is that we need to understand that while we're learning new things and we're motivating ourselves with this past accomplishment, that the material results of our learning right now aren't just gonna come overnight. We're gonna need to grind. There's gonna be some frustration. It's gonna feel like we're not getting anywhere in the material sense of the world, and that's okay. It's just, we gotta be prepared for that moment where it feels that way, and then we keep pushing forward, and we keep moving forward, and we get closer to our dreams. We can't let the um, grind of it feel, let us, we can't let the grind of it grind us down. We need to push through these times and continue to motivate ourselves by looking to the past and realizing we didn't get to the past instantly either. It wasn't just this magic moment. We worked really, really hard to get there. So we got to work really, really hard to get to where we're going now as well. And that is the information I have for you today, Shana. I hope that that was beneficial for you. I hope that gave you the insight you're looking for. Let me know in the comments below. Do, 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 and that's your reading today. Next up is the legendary Jen. Jen, the one who was tagged by Twilight Owl. If she's not here, that's perfectly fine, Jen. You can get your reading on the next stream. I do these Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. So Pacific Coast time, so if you want to get your reading then, just come on back and let me know, and you will get your reading as well. And then next on the list, we have Tori. Tori, are you still here? Let me know, Tori, if you're here. Shanna says, yes, I want to go to baking school and open my own bakery one day. Yes, all right, so that's on point. So what I heard, sorry, internet went out there. Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to leave for a second. No problem, Jen, you're up next, your turn. Um, yeah, like, what is, go get there, apply for the job. They say, no, you don't have the experience. I'll intern. Uh, I'll do part-time. I just, I'm passionate about what you do, and I see you as the best person that I know from someone who's great. Um, tell me the crap jobs that no one wants to do around here. I'll crush at them. I'll take those tasks on, and I will make them work. And do that, because there's nothing, no school is going to teach you like someone who's excellent at their craft. Just the act of being present with someone who's competent at what they do is more valuable than any school can teach you. Trust me, it's going to completely change the game for you. So that, that would be my approach. And then start doing it for yourself. You know, go to a farmer's market. They have cottage food laws in a lot of states in, California, or in America where you can, with very little payment, very up little risk, you can go and test your baked goods uh, for free. Or not for free, for very cheap. Uh, so I would look into that. Go crush. We did cookies. It was awesome. This is so cool. No problem. I'm glad that it was awesome for you. Now I'm getting interrupt broadcast interrupt. Yeah, my internet is uh, tanking right now, Jen, but I am here for you. So it's your turn. There we go. You're back. Yep. <laughs> internet. Yes. This time it is the internet, not Facebook. I can tell because um, when it shuts down certain t tools that I have in my room, it literally shows me a blue screen and I go, oh, that's the internet. Yeah. 
I just needed a water break, that was all. It was just a, just a casual water break. <laughs> yeah, I worked on a bakery already. Just want to learn. Yes, that's awesome. I'm going to crush. That's, that's the way to go. That is beautiful. Also, check out YouTube. YouTube has great stuff. Go find what's trending on Instagram and Pinterest and make them yourself and then propose them to your bakery and be like, hey, what if we make those? And then you can move up into bakery designer. Just an idea. All right, Jen, are you here, Jen? Let us get your reading going. After Jen is Tori. Tori, if you're still here, let me know. Me and mom just baked Mother's Day cupcakes. They were a hit. Yes. That's, that is awesome. I love it. Um, once you've got your business going, also, what I would do is uh, make a list of people who've got, like, in your local area who have two, 3,000 followers on whatever the popular social media is at the time and send them stuff for free. Just don't even ask for a shout out. Just send them it for free with your info. And dude, you're going to crush. <laughs> Christy, great reading. No problem, Christy. Thank you very much. I have it set up now. Awesome. I don't know what you're talking about, Brittany, but good job on getting it set up. I'm proud of you. Um, all right. Jen. Are you here, Jen? She is here. All right, let's go. Let's get her reading going. Hopefully we get it done before the internet goes out again. Too spicy. Wow, all right. We have a logic-centered girl here today, don't we, Jen? My goodness. Miss Thoughtful. Wow. Okay. This is like, uh, wow, all right. So we've got the strategic partner girl here popping up. Oh, let's get, a, let's get a philosopher. Is there anything in particular, Jen, that you're looking for information on? Let me know uh, in the comments below and we will get you information that is specific to you. feel Freud pounding down the good door again or not well yeah Freud too but Carl Jung and them having a fight over it Carl Jung already did a reading but wow okay <laughs> I think we're gonna go with Jung again though I like Jung a lot more than Freud is there anything in particular Jen you were looking for insights or just a general reading this is gonna be charged all right please can you help I, I don't know what you're talking about. I can help you by giving advice from philosophers and archetypical story gems. Um, that's about it. <laughs> I can also recommend books and courses and lectures. I could do that too. Looking into the past, we see the queen of spades, the archetypical logical woman. This is the... The woman with a plan, the, the, the person in their life that just has their, their dream in place. They've got an action plan put together. Um, they have a tendency to look down upon the... Sorry, I was reconnecting to the internet there. It's probably going to glitch for a second and we'll be back. All right. So 
the Queen of Spades is the kind of girl who kind of looks at the, the girls who get a little too overwhelmed with their emotions, and they're like, all right, well, while they're getting all overwhelmed, I'm going to actually get the guy, and I'm actually going to get my goals and plans. So that's the kind of mindset we see here. Uh, very strategic, very powerful uh, mindsets, and uh, very logical. Very, uh, you know, the mama bear archetype comes from this card as well. And so that's where we see you at right now. Um, now, or in the past, I should say. Now, walking into the present, we see that this is actually manifested in a transformation where we've kind of toned down a little bit of that aspect of ourself in the past to a, high, a more kind of, how do we put this in a more, in a, I know it's public and everything, so let's look here. So we got the Queen of Wands here, so um we're looking at the queen of wands being patience with spirituality so this is retaining it, it, the realization that the logical approach was a little off-putting sometimes uh to to certain guys because of the directness of it and you realize that and adjust it accordingly where now you retain a little bit of the mysteriousness and there's also this other element where you've raised your standards so you've done two transformations You've raised your standards even higher, but now you also are judging, you're, you're also holding a little back. You're still keeping a little bit of the mystery. You're not um, doing too direct of an approach, which is very counterintuitive. Most women don't do that. Most women, it's all mystery, all emotion, and not, not really revealing the secret. And then what your approach was is very counterintuitive, which is very good for getting the long game like getting the perfect guy, getting the, the, the soulmate. Um, however, it can also be um, a little disheartening because it's like, it feels like you're, you have to, you're getting, it's not rejection because you're usually the one doing the rejecting, but it's more this like, is there ever, am I ever going to find the right person? So what's interesting here is that you've risen your standards even higher, which is saying that you understand that even though it is hard, I'm willing to go and raise it even further. So that's kind of where we see you at right now. Is that making sense to you, Jen? Is that giving you the insight you're looking for? Let me know in the comments below and I will get your last card here, the insight for you uh, after that. Being public doesn't bother me. Awesome, Jen. <laughs> Twilight Owl is saying that it's accurate, but, but Jen, I, I do need confirmation from you as well. Um, yes, yeah, I know it is public, but also like, it's just, it, it is public. <laughs> I'll forever be alone, right? Uh, Brittany, why are you, I, I'm, we'll get you your reading, but you'll be alone if you choose to be. Those are actions that you take in your life. Um, I'm definitely feeling the rejection right now at the moment. Okay, so now let's look into the future here. Let's see what the information you need to know is. Um, and what's the next step? So we're seeing in the future here, the six of diamonds showing up. So this is a grind regarding the material. So like, what is the actualization of this, this work We're we're holding to our principles, we're being patient, we're being, we were patient before about our logic. We changed it up a little bit. We raised our standards, but now we're a little bit more mysterious. We're trying to be a more uh, enticing as it were. But we're, we're still going through this grind of the material. And so what does that mean? Before this is going to manifest, we're going to have a period where it's like, 
we, we're just tired of dealing with this and we want to get further and the place to get to this is more confidence in ourselves so that the more that we can enjoy being around ourselves the more we can enjoy uh who we are the better off we're going to be because regardless of the situation with the relationship we're happy and the more powerful a position we are in that regard counterintuitively will also attract more people into our lives because we like people who like themselves and so that would be the path that i would take is to learn to like yourself um, during this time and then let that self-love be reflected in your behaviors in the way that you act in the world and present yourself to the world and i think you'll see a lot of great results from doing that and that is the reading i have for you today do 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 there you are jen all right next on the list is tori and then we have Brittany. Tori and Brittany. I'm already tired of it. I have been single for so long. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jen, to hear that. And it, it, I know that can be really rough. Um, uh, yeah, and, and it sucks. But the, the advice I have is it's still the same. It's just we got to love ourselves, respect ourselves, improve our opinion of ourselves, and through that we're going to improve the quality of who we are and how we present ourselves to the world and that's going to improve our odds and make sure that you're taking action too, putting yourself in a situation where love can occur um you know going to church going to workshops on similarly minded things going to places uh, hobbies things that you enjoy where people will be there so that you can meet new people because you're not going to meet people in a box you do have to uh, go out into the world and that's scary. That's an adventure. And there are, and, and that's part of life. Adventures are life. Let's see. Gems, you keep going off. All right, we'll put gems after Brittany here. I remember the name gems before. Brittany says, help. Okay. Can you help me with a reading, please? Believe me a lot. Yes, Gems, we got you on the list. Gems, I will, sorry. Uh, yeah, Gems, Gems knows the rules. Uh, being public doesn't bother me. I forgive you. I'm forever alone. Um, I won't be alone, but am I next? No, Tori is. Uh, yep, that's correct. Tori is next, and then it's Brittany. I'm already tired of it. Hi, lovely to see you. Are you X? I'd love a message, please. Yes, your confidence level's boo-boo because you are a very strong woman and you need to find that. Madison, oh, thank you. Boom, definitely right. I love my life, but can I have kids? I know I'm not until, but... Huh? Jen says, makes sense. All right, Tori. We are going to wait for you. Are you here, Tori? We'll give you the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Toy, your reading has been lost. It's okay, Tori. You can get your reading again tomorrow, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. That is how you get a reading. 
All right, Brittany, we have a, you up next, and based on the, like, seven messages in a row, you are ready to go. Well, let's get it going. All right, Brittany, is there anything in particular, Brittany, that you'd like insight on? Let me know. Oh, shoot, Twilight Owl popping off with the Tori. Tori, I will add you in after Brittany's here if you show up. And if that's not, it's perfectly fine. You can come back at another time, and I can do it then, too, as well. Um, but we will get you right in after this. All right, Brittany. So is there anything in particular, Brittany, you're looking for insight on? Because it seemed like you had, like, five different questions. What's the list? Uh, as people ask for free readings, they get added to the list. And as you're added to the list, we go down in order because we follow logos and order here. Kids, relationships. All right, we'll try our best. Let's get some insights here. And I believe you had a paid reading, so we will upgrade that to a higher level here. I'm here, shoot, sorry, no problem at all, Tori. We'll get you right after this. Let's see here. All right, so pretty. What we're looking at here is, we see you in a state right now where you're in spiritual growth. And the spiritual growth is guided by the principle of the lover's card. So this is an archetypical rise. So right now we're seeing in a state where it's just kind of a heightened emotion. Really, 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 um, we got hit hard by reality. We got hit really hard by truth, by logos. And this is kind of causing us to, to um, lash out emotionally, not negatively. This is, but just like, we're, we're overcharged with emotion. And so when we do, we're just, we're spitting it out. We're just throwing it out there. Positive, negative, all over the place, everything. It's just all the emotions, just like this. Uh, it's almost like, I, I, it comes into mind like the, uh, you know, the plasma ball. The plasma where it's like the arcs. It would arc off randomly. And it's like, that's what we're feeling with the emotions here. Now, on the subconscious level, what do we have at play here? And what is the higher level motivation that, what is the reason we're telling ourselves that we're behaving in this way? Let's find out. Wow, okay, wow, okay. So that's very significant here. We got the jack of hearts and the jack of diamonds. So very combined energetic levels that are both based on action. So on the subconscious level, we really, really want to take action on the material sense. We want to have um, someone, uh, we want love. We want a intimate relationship. We want um, to move forward in the material sense. You know, that, that could be literally having children, um, but that could also be um, just the, the intimacy of a relationship, that kind of thing. So at the subconscious level, you may not even be aware of it, but there's this huge drive um, th for 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 physical energy for the for the material energy now what are you telling yourself what are you saying is the the issue or why you're doing these things that's where the jack of hearts is coming into play so the jack of hearts is about taking action on your emotions so what this is saying is that what you're telling yourself is oh i want love i want passion i want um feelings i, I want a, um just 
an adventure of, of profound love. So there is this physical element. We're not really saying that out loud, but that is underlining the surface here. And then there is the, the emotional component, which is what we're projecting to the world in regards to our love. So that's where we see you at right now. Now, what is the past that led up to this current circumstance? Let's find out. Ooh, okay, all right. So the king of spades. So this is saying that there was a male figure in the past that kind of broke uh, broke our current pattern. Um, we were in a certain pattern of behavior, and then um, truth interjected into the relationship, uh, profound truth, very judgmental truth, a, a defining truth that kind of just broke the pattern for us and made us hit reality. So that's where we see this growth here. This could have been like a, a sudden breakup or it could have been a very difficult conversation with um, a male, like like a father figure or something along those lines. Um, but that's what got us into this position now where we're this like um, ungrounded plasma ball where this energy is just kind of shooting out, lashing out. And that's where we find right now. Is this sounding accurate for you, Brittany? I want to make sure that this is on point before we move forward into what to do next. Um, I want to make sure that we are aligned correctly. So let me know. My dad or my ex who tried to kill me. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a big confrontation with truth right there, Brittany. My goodness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that definitely could be it for sure, Brittany. Um, because if you take action on your emotions, uh, or if you take, I mean, a confront, nothing could be more of a confrontation of truth than that. Um, wow. Because, like, yeah, finding out your ex is like that is about as blatant a truth as possible, just slamming into your life. Um, so that's what we see you at right now is... Yeah, that's painful. That's true. So is this sounding accurate for you, Brittany? I want to make sure that this is accurate for you and let you know. Because keep in mind, again, I'm not a psychic. I'm not predicting the future. All of these cards are just archetypical stories and philosophy that I've read in these books that I've memorized with the cards. So I need you as the individual to let me know if that information is helpful for you or not. And if not, it's as simple as me changing the philosopher in my head. So just let me know and I will make sure that we get the information you're looking for. Awesome, Brittany. All right, moving on. Let's see, what is the next steps ahead? All right, so the next things that we want to move forward on is the three of hearts. So the three of hearts is about growth in emotion. So what we want to really focus in on here is controlling our emotions. We don't want to uh, be lashing out with our emotions. We don't want to be triggered by the actions of others. We really want to gain control over our feelings and to understand and respect our feelings, to have our feelings, to know that they exist, to respect them, but to also not let them be the only thing that dictates our actions. We want to factor in logos, truth, logic. We want to write down our goals and our plans, see how they factor in. We want to write down the, um, the, the spiritual, the principles. What do we believe in most? And then we factor in our emotions. And then finally, we see how does that materialize in the real world? What is the actions I should take based on considering my emotions, my spirituality, and my logic? So that's where we see right here with the three of hearts. So what is your reaction going to be to this? 
seems like it's going to be a little hard. So that's the Ten of Wands. So the Ten of Wands is saying a completion of a spiritual chapter in your life. This is saying that this is a phase in your life that has to end. This is something that's been going on for a long time and led us into some pretty painful path patterns of behavior and has caused us a lot of pain in the past and so this is going to be a difficult process but it is a process that you're able to take it's just going to require you to do a transformation to really break the mold so when you confront this dragon of the emotions and they truly are like a dragon they are there are this insurmountable obstacle this powerful beast that cannot be stopped you can stop it you can by transforming who you are becoming greater than you are now realizing that your emotions are valuable and should be respected but should be taken into consideration with the other elements as well and when you do that that is the transformation you can expect so what will be the environment that you're in that will allow this to happen. And we see the nine of hearts here. So that's the attainment of emotional control. So right now we um, are in a position in our lives where we've cut out a lot of the disruptive emotions, the things we don't have control about. Um, and that's where we're sitting in the world right now is because this beer sniffle nonsense, right, is going on, we've actually kind of isolated ourselves. And so in a way, we've cut off negative influences from the outside as well. And we have this prime opportunity where we can really focus on ourselves and grow. And so the final piece of information we have, what is the secret information that you should know that you don't know, but you need to know? And that's what we have over here. And that's the four of hearts. The four of hearts is about stability of emotions. So this is saying what we need to focus on here and be aware of is stabilizing the emotion, finding a grounding outlet. Sometimes, and, and for a lot of people in this world, they feel emotions that aren't connected to anything. They're just emotions. They, they, they generate them, they absorb them from other people, and they need an outlet. So what I would recommend doing is working on self-knowledge. And you, you guys have heard me say this so many times, but I will say it again. Write in a journal, record your dreams, get this emotional thing out some way, whether that's expressing it through music or singing or making a podcast or writing or blogging or journaling. You got to get this emotional energy into something, make it material, because once it's materialized, you can control it, you own it, you made it. And so that is the uh, secret information here. Now, what is the final step? I'm about to start, uh, I can't balance that. Well, you can, you definitely can. And so what is the final step? What is the outcome if you choose to do all these things? Well, it's quite simple. It's the Ace of Diamonds. The Ace of Diamonds is about a new material beginning. That's about the start of something new. It's the materializing your emotions in the real world. Taking these out, out, burst these these lashing out these these uh, attempts you, you, you throw these things out to to receive emotion in return do that through an art form do it through something beautiful do it through something that's good the beautiful and the true start acting out your emotions through art and through that passive method or that not passive that active method you're going to find that you're able to control your emotions much better and that 
is the information I have for you. And I hope that it was beneficial for you. I hope that you got some insights, Brittany. And let me know in the comments below if it helped you out. And that is the reading for you, Brittany. All right. Let us catch up. Next on the list we have is Gems. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, no. I, I apologize. It's uh, Tori. Tori, if you're still here, you are up next, Tori. And then it is Gems. What do we got going on here? It's confusing. Just donated just when you thought I was gone. Just keep doing what you're doing. I have a lot of fun here with everyone. Thank you very much, Rebecca. I really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Let's see here. It's fine. I'm making a podcast. It's called Making Sense with Bacon. It's not that fabulous, but it's me. Awesome, Rebecca. Well, guys, go check out uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, where can they find that? Is that on Spotify, Apple iTunes Store? Where, where are we looking? Uh, the podcast is Making Sense with Bacon. Go check that out. <laughs> Twilight Alice says, sounds delicious. I agree. Jem says, class XX. Wizard, should I be single and date you instead? Uh, no, that's I'm not single, and uh, that's weird. Why would you ask that? Luis, I love bacon. <laughs> Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. All right, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast. Check out Making Sense with Bacon. Making Sense with Bacon. All right, Tori, are you here? Tori. No, Brittany, if I had to take a guess, that's not weird. That's like uh, creating messages to get an emotional reaction, which is what we talked about. It's the problem. You're saying things because you want emotion. You want to charge yourself with attention, emotion. And so what I would do is instead take that desire for attention and emotion and turn that into, uh, turn that into, uh, well, I'm never going to resist the urge to ban someone, so let's go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, good rule of thumb. You'll have to make another account. Never ask me to ban you. I will always ban you. There we go. Banned for life. Ah, thank goodness there. That's a, that's a good rule of thumb. Never go to the guy who's banned over 6,000 people and ask them to ban you. <laughs> Moving on, Tori, you're up next. Tori, you are here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rebecca, laugh out loud. Anna E will always ban you. Anna I E will always what? I don't know. Yeah, no, like I, I absolutely love banning people. It's like my favorite thing. I, I, it's a, I, I love banning people. 
but yeah, it was, we were aware that she was a troll. Um, but that doesn't mean that she isn't a broken person. You got to remember what makes you a worm or a troll is that you're hurt and you're, you want attention and you can't find any other means of achieving attention. And, um, it typically is because you're in a hurt place in your life. Um, you know, you self-identify with intelligence, uh, or wanting to be clever and you're not able to manifest it in the real world. It feels like your life's not going the right way. So you're just stuck as this, this repeating cycle of pain. And so the advice that I have for those people is what I, what I told her, which is to manifest the desire for attention into something that's beautiful, good, and true, to act it out in art. And then they will hit the hard realization that they suck, that they aren't able to produce value. They aren't able to produce things that are good, beautiful, and true. And then they're on the first step towards producing something beautiful, good, and true, which is realizing how hard it is and then acting it out. And once they start acting it out, it's the way out of the pit. I see them in a, in a semi-place of hell, and I want to give them a rope to escape. Awesome, Tori's here, cleaning my fridge and definitely listening. All right, Tori, is there anything in particular you're looking for advice on? Let me know. My Facebook showed me your live video. I don't know what this is about, but would love to learn. Hi, Sarah. I'm a wizard. I do wizard readings. I've studied archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion, and I use that to, and I've memorized that information with this deck of cards. Uh, you bring your individuality and tell me what you would like information on, and I give you advice based on those books I've read. That's all it is. Tori says, haha, I want to clean, sing it, Whitney Houston style, friend. I, I don't know who that is, but I, I will try my best. Want, want to clean my fridge too, Tori, because no one loves that. <laughs> my Facebook should. Uh, I'ma be a troll. I'ma be the grumpy one under the bridge and teach, and, and, and teach math and life lessons to children so they can cross grandma's what is happening? Are you, what's going on right now, Rebecca? God bless you. Wish everyone luck and most of all happiness. Thank you very much, Gems. Um, just a general reading, I think. A bit of a lost person. Have been a very while. All right, Tori, let's get your advice. Then we have uh, Tori. Then we have Gems. And that is going to be our last reading. Unless, I think, is Luis? Luis from last stream. has. I have her on the list here. I don't know if she's here today, though. But if she is, let me know. All right, Sarah, we'll add you to the list. But that, that's the last one. Last one. All right, let's get going, because I got I to I gotta go to bed. I still have to build an entire new web page. This is a lot of work. But we'll get it done. Let's get it going. All right, Tori. Let's go. <laughs> that was pretty close. That was pretty close to three fives. That freaked me out for a second. Oh, that was intense. Okay. So, Tori looking for general reading well who better to help with a lost with a lost person a person not having archetypical relevance doesn't know what their axiom is doesn't know their hero's journey that's gotta be i mean there's just so many great people who could do that plato aristotle 
Nietzsche. A lot of people. Carl Jung, though, is the one. I mean, Carl, you've already been here two times, man. But it, this seems like this is your calling. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we begin with Tori in the past. We see the Queen of Wands, patience with her principles. This has shown up quite a few times in today's readings. This is very interesting indeed. Um, a person of principle, a person who knows what they want in life. And um, there's this there's this temptation, there was this rejection initially, this like uh, teenage style rejection of like, you don't know me, now I'm gonna be my own person. But more or less the long-term story here is a person who held to their principles and believed in what they had, knows what they believed and stuck with what they believed. And that's where we find you at right now. In the past, I should say. And there's this threshold that we need to get through, which is this desire to get the spark. What's that emotion? What's that trigger that's really going to just be the thing, the, the, the kick in the butt, the, the, the pushes us out into the adventure? And that's where we're at right now. And walking into the present, what we see here is the Five of Hearts. Now, the Five of Hearts is a disruption in the emotions. So what this is telling us is to get through this time, what we need to do is we have to look to people in our lives to change our emotional state. We want to go on an adventure. We want to go out there and meet new people. This doesn't have to be romantically necessarily. This is simply saying, like, meeting new friends, getting new allies in our life. Uh, this could be completely plutonic as well. And just finding people to get new experiences with and new emotions with. And from that, we also want to make sure that we're getting ourselves a mentor figure. We want to find someone who has succeeded in life in a way that we would like to succeed in life. And get information from them, because that's going to really benefit you a lot when you can go and basically look into the future and be like, what should I be doing at this time in my life? Hey, you've already gone through it. Please help me out, you know? That kind of advice is invaluable. So let's go there. And if you can't find it in real life, books have it as well. That's part of what I do with my personality test that I do on my website for free. Um, we do a one-on-one -on -one call where we go through your personality types, figure out your strengths and your weaknesses, and then identify an archetype, a character in fiction that is reflective of your personality so that you can learn. Um, but, so you can do it through books as well. It doesn't have to be in person. Um, that else, Tori's saying this is all sounding spot on. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that this is sounding accurate for you. Now, there's going to be a temptation here to kind of hermit away, okay? We're, we're, we're going to try and just like, well, we'll just wait for life to happen to us. Well, we'll just pull back a little bit. You know, we don't, need, we don't need to worry about this, okay? And what I'm trying to help you with here is realize that resist that temptation and, and take the risk. Start as small as you need to do to take that risk and to confront the dragon of chaos, the, the emotion, the, the, the new, the unknown, the meeting new people, that anxiety that comes up in your belly, we want to confront that. And if you can confront that, what we see is the five of spades here, which is a transformation or a disruption in our way of thinking. We're going to realize that the way that we saw the world was, is actually just one way of looking at it. And it's going to really transform the way that we see the world which is going to be a powerful new perspective on everything. 
And as you go with this new transformation, there's going to be this drawback. There's going to be this desire to just, let's go back to the hermit. Let's go back to the hermit. Let's, let's get away. And it's important that we don't let this drag us back. And instead, we look at where we were. We see this, this feeling like we're stopped. And we see how far we've come. We see the adventure that we went on. And with that knowledge, with that wisdom, with that disruption in our way of thinking, we know that we don't need to go back because the future is so much more interesting. There's just so much more to be discovered. And when you do that, you're going to be the kind of person who goes on a journey. And the person that goes on the journey is the kind of person who can change the world. So that's a beautiful place to be, Tori. And that is the reading I have for you today. Tori, Tori. Hey, Happy Owl, how's it going? All right, next on the list is Jem. Jem. And then we've got Luis and Sarah. Luis and Sarah. Have we seen anything from Luis? I haven't seen her yet. I do have a note on here to see if she's getting a reading. Um, oh, that's uh, Rebecca. I don't read the comments while I'm doing a reading. That's why. <laughs> All right. I'm a troll. God bless you. Wish everyone luck. And most have it. Thank you very much, Gems. Gems, you are up. This is awesome. No one has ever done this. Sarah's getting... We got your reading, Sarah. I feel like the Wizards is having trouble reading my comments, or I have had too much wine. Um... No, no, I can read them. I just don't read them while I'm doing the readings. This all sounds so spot on. I need to do that personality test, but I'm not a good call person. Laugh out loud. Okay. Well, when you decide that you are capable of a call person, make a call. And if not, that's perfectly fine too. Trust me, I've, I've got more calls than I know what to do with. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I did the test, but he is going to have to go through it with me. Heck yeah, you are. Uh, you need to rest, Chuck. God bless you. I pray for happiness and peace in world. Hugs everyone. Life too short. Love. Life hug on all. Give away. Help others. Hugs. Okay. Thank you, Gems. I appreciate the sentiment, I think. Um, I don't know who Chuck is, but Gems, you're, you're up, bud. If you want to get your reading, let me know. Uh, all. Ah, okay. I want to do it but calling is rough to for me i don't call my mom most days i'm an introvert um i mean yeah i, I don't know of any way i could i guess i could kind of do it sort of through tests or through text um but then i would just send you somebody else's test and then you, I, like i did for twilight owl actually um just send you somebody else's test and be like yo what's your what's your uh profile <laughs> uh yes super yes tori is someone who has been through hell and learned so much she's a leader and always has been i wish she would see that in her oh that's sweet of you good job twilight Owl. i'm glad to hear it tori tori says thank you so so much no problem tori i'm glad that was beneficial for you looked for someone for help hopefully you can for me uh look for some yeah of course sarah i can um, was that Jen? So we haven't seen Luis, so we'll cross that off the list. Uh, Jem, so you're not getting your reading today? Or was that you saying you would love your reading? Okay. What do you want a reading regarding? Let's, let's keep this simple, though. Let's not get a paragraph here. Let's just let's keep it simple. 
and then next is Sarah, and then we are done for the evening. All right. Nice and simple. Do you just want a general reading? Is there anything in particular you need insights on, Jem? Let me know. <laughs> Please X. That's not simple or clear. What are you looking for? Please X is not something. What, what do you What do you need? Uh, reading regarding. Is there? Is, did you just want a general reading, or did you have something in particular you wanted insight on? Let's focus on um, clarity for this reading, Jim. So let's think about how, yes, you choose general reading. Okay, so I think that what we want to focus on here is, hmm, yeah, yeah, I think Seneca is going to be the perfect one here for you on the shortness of life. Wow, okay, there we go. Getting a, getting a synchronistic event right there. Two, three, four. Um, typically, this is when this shows up, this is a global phenomenon, not global as in the earth, but everyone that seems to see the streams um, has some sort of odd effect. So two, three, four is showing of progression. That is the beginnings of a new project taking taking its steps forward, moving forward. So you guys may notice that uh, in the upcoming days here. If you do, let me know in the comments below. Uh, strange phenomenon do tend to occur here. Synchronistic events, uh, lights flickering, uh, hotter, colder, um, just weird stuff, stuff out of the ordinary. So just be aware that that might be occurring. And the theme of this general one would be, um, <laughs> I think it just happened right now. That's bizarre. Um, the general theme of this is progress towards a goal. So just be aware of that, guys. X is a spot on a treasure map. That is true, Rebecca. X is also a letter in the alphabet. See, that's why we can't reverse engineer our meanings. We got we to gotta start from logos, first principle, Socrates. Come on. All right, gems, let's begin. All right, looking into the past here, we see the Two of Diamonds. So the Two of Diamonds is a choice regarding the material world. Uh, we have to make a choice. We have a big decision in the past. And keep in mind, we're going with Seneca here. So this is on the shortness of life. What does he teach us in this book? He tells us about simplicity, reduction. Um, most of the things in our life don't matter. And there's a few core things that do. So we see ourselves making one big decision in the past here that really set us off on a new adventure. And now, and that, that choice was regarding the material world. And so we made a choice on our career, and it did actually help us grow. This is what the Three of Diamonds is saying. So we, we took action. We grew. And that's where we're at now, is we're, we're feeling like we grew in the material sense, but what about the emotional sense? What about the spiritual sense? What about the, the meaning, the purpose, the drive? That's what we're looking for. We, we need those things in our life. We need the logos. We need the emotion, and we need the spiritual foundation. And so now we've at this point in our life where we feel like we're in front of this insurmountable obstacle because we don't even know what its name is this isn't just like confronting the dragon this is like we don't even know what's in the cave we just know that there vaguely is a cave somewhere 
and we haven't even mustered up the strength to walk towards it yet. So that's where we see you at now. And how do we overcome that? What do we do? How do we fight the unknown, the invisible, the thing that we can't defeat? Well, there is an answer. And the answer is right here for you, Gems. And as Gems, is this sounding accurate for you? Is this uh, hitting uh, on point? I want to make sure that this is giving you the insight before we move forward. I want to make sure I get you the information you need. Let me know, Gems. Sarah just says, yes! I'm assuming that was in response to me just popping off with some Socratic knowledge. If it is, then thank you. If it's for anything else, still thank you. <laughs> Unless it was something bad. In which case, no thank you. Gems, are you here? What a cool name. Gems. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Yes, I'm crying. Well, gems, let's let's try not to, to be... Let's not try to cry because we don't even know what we're fighting yet. There's no reason to be afraid of the unknown. I mean, I guess there is the unknown, but... Not, not so much that it should uh, frighten you in that manner. Uh, what we need to do is prepare ourselves then. So you're already aware of the pain point, the weakness that you have to confront the unknown. And so how do we do that? We need, we see the Four of Wands. The Four of Wands is the transformation you need. You need to found yourself in principles. You need to become so strong that you can enter that cave, that you can confront this unknown. And you can find out, is it a dragon? Or is it a snake? Or is it a... Uh, Hydra, or is it a uh, Medusa? There's so much that could be in there, but what we want to do is found ourselves on principles, on truth, on spirituality, on things that are more powerful, our core foundations, things worth dying for. And if you do that, it doesn't matter what's in the cave because you're prepared. Now you can defeat it. Now you can move forward. And it's going to be hard because you're going to confront that unknown and then on the way back from that transformation, you're going to look back and realize there's so many more caves that I have to go through. But that's just the first journey. And when you look back on this first cave where you first were going to enter the unknown and how much of a progress you made in your life, you're going to realize that you have the strength to go forward and to become the kind of person who doesn't just go through one cave, but can go through many, many more. And that is the information I have for you, Gems, is to find your principles, find your grounding, find the core, and simplify, simplify, simplify. Most of the things in the world do not matter. Find the core few things that do, the things you can control, the things that are within your control, the things that you have the energy to control, and the things that you would actually take action on. Only focus on those, and you will see profound results. And that is the information I have for you today, Gem. I have off the next couple of days. I'll look up your site and personality test. Be my Earth Day birthday gift. Well, Rebecca, I have an even more awesome thing to let you know. The personality test is free. So happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, I don't charge any money to do it. It's completely free. However, I do reject a lot of people from getting it um, because I have so many of them. So I, I literally will be like, have you gone to the stream? Have you gotten readings for free yet? Do that first, because I, I need to give the calls to people who have already gone to the stream and done them and things like that. So um, that, that's the main thing that I do. Happy birthday, Rebecca. All right. Jem says, uh, thank you for your time. No, Jem, you're, you're not lost. You need to ground yourself in principles. 
you, you're thinking about the cave and fearing the cave, but you haven't even left your hobbit hole yet. You need the principles, man. You need to take the journey. Take the steps. Go, go, go. Grow. Become profound. Gain your wisdom. Get the help. Meet your mentor. You have so much more to go before you confront your cave. All right. Next on the list is Sarah. Sarah's time for a reading. Let's do Sarah's reading right now. She's got a cool name. It's based off of her last name reminds me of a really cool superhero. Gems, so true. Yes, Gems. You're in the Shire, Gems. Go and build your principles. You have so much more before you. You're just starting your journey. It's still early, Gems. It's still early. Happy Owl says happy birthday. Very good. Very, a little, a little high on the happiness in that sentence, but I like it. A lot say, a lot say that. Yeah, I, I would, I would suspect. As a magician, I was, uh, I, I was a magician at TGI Fridays when I was a sixteen to eighteen years old, something along that lines. And you realize how often everyone has the exact same stock phrases. Um, there's only like five or ten. And then you look like you have a lot of really quick wits when it comes to close-up magic, for example, uh, because you just know all the stock phrases. Because you're just like, oh, they're going to say this, so I can think this, and then I know they'll say that, and then I know they'll say that, and so I can say this. And it makes you look like you're really quick. But in reality, it's just like, yeah, I've done this for 15,000 people. <laughs> so I'm assuming you probably have a similar experience with your name. Jem says, happy birthday. Happy birthday, indeed. All right, Sarah, is there anything in particular, Sarah, that you'd like insights on? Let me know in the comments below. Ooh. Let me know, my family. All right, family. I, uh, and again, not a psychic here, so I can't predict the future or tell you what to do with other people. Uh, wizard doesn't tell you what to do. I just point you in the right direction with wisdom. So um, keep that in mind. However, since we're... Yeah, we could do that. What do you guys think? It's it's the last one. Let's, we'll, we'll, I'll, t I'll test myself a little bit. Take one card at random. And then... out some cards here however i'm gonna leave that one face down all right so we're not gonna look at this one and i'm gonna see if i can intuit what the answer would be based on these other two cards um that'll be my goal so let's find out let's take a look which philosopher do we need Debate between the mastermind or the one who's known for not being very clear but being profound. Hegel and Aristotle. Who do we go with? Heck, why not? Let's go with Hegel. Hegel's a weirdo. Let's go with Hegel. <laughs> it's the last stream. Why not? 
All right. I don't, I don't want to scare you. Keep in mind, again, philosophy, truth, wisdom, magic, and illusion. Looking into the... Now, Hegel, uh, this is the author of this book right here. He's a philosopher who is known for being a pretty uh, complex metaphorical speaker. He's um, very profound metaphors. Um, people, one person will read his book and say, wow, he's proven God. And then another person will read it and be like, this is against God. And then another person will read it and be like, this is a new religion. And another person will read it and like, this is the proof of Christianity. Like, it's bizarre how much intricacy is in his words. Can you send me the link? Um, I mean, just if you Google Hegel philosopher, uh, this is the phenomenology of the spirit. Hegel. So looking into the past, we see the five of hearts. So the five of hearts is a disruption in emotions. Whew. So we see this time in the past where there's this uh, big conflict. This is like this... Um, Ooh, wow. So I'm just saying like the, the four corners, just it's almost like this tribes. It's like literal, like this is my room. Everyone out. It's like, this is my kingdom. How dare you enter the sanctum of me? This is my beliefs and my principles. But it's like you and your kingdom in the past. But it, and there's this family dynamic of it, where it's just so interesting, but also a little, there's stress there too. There's pain. Um, but wow, this is just, um, it's like Game of Thrones, but in the family, <laughs> but not, you know, obviously not the, not the, the level of, but the, the, the Machiavellianism, the, 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 the just, but it, 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 obviously on the smaller scale, but those are the words that come to my mind because Hegel is such a over-exaggerative character, wanting to paint everything as art, as it were. Um, but that's like the kind of dynamic I'm seeing right here. Uh, Sarah's saying, yes, wow. Okay, so looking into the current present, where we see you at is the Six of Diamonds. So the Six of Diamonds is about this grind with the material. So I'm seeing like we, we've got, we're kind of escaping the family dynamic bit, but the money is difficult. So that's really the hang up here is like, we want this freedom. But how do we do that financially? How it's very difficult. It's hard um, to because we don't want to just strike it out on our own, and that's very smart. You know, most people you want to have families you can rely on and and feel safe with, and so um, that's kind of where we see the fear at right now. Is this making sense for you, Sarah? I want to make sure that this is uh, landing on point for you and making sense. Let me know in the comments below if this is helping you. Sarah's saying you are you are on point. Glad to hear it. Gerard, hi, please, if ever you are doing readings. Uh, Gerard, I'm not doing any more readings today. I will be doing a reading uh, tomorrow, Monday through Friday. Um, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. So the Six of Diamonds, is there's a grind in the material sense. Uh, the past is sounding accurate for you, but the grind in the material isn't sounding right. Okay, so the Six of Diamonds, uh, so if it's not material financially, this could be relating to health. But the Six of Diamonds definitely indicates grind in a material sense, where we're trying to do, um, we're trying to make progress on a material goal, and it doesn't feel like we're getting anywhere. It kind of feels like we're just grinding our gears. Um, 
and kind of stuck in place. Is that sounding more accurate for you? Of course, the time I go in for a prediction and it's a little off, this is going to be... <sighs> yes, health is bad in family. Oh, okay, okay. So that's making a little bit more sense. Okay, I'm glad that we're, we've got this attuned correctly now. So we see the family dynamic. The health is the thing that feels like we're trying to get further on, but we're not making progress on, and it's very frustrating. So what is the secret information? What is the wisdom? What's the next step that Sarah needs to know that she doesn't know that she should know? Of course, I'm already off. I'm not feeling good about this one, guys. Oh, well. I'll give you the advice that I think that Hegel would give, and then we'll see what the card says. Simple as that, right? So confidence. Confidence in the family. Confidence in the emotion. It's the, the dynamic of the past was a struggle, but it was also something that came about because of love and compassion. There was, um, there was a depth to it. There's... There's confidence that we can find in that family dynamic. There's this this love that's still there. This it's just it's changed. It's really profound. It's like a it went through its teenage stage. You know, you could think of the family as like a human, right? And it went through its baby stage, and then it went through its teenage stage where there was this this painful, this stretching, but now we're reaching more of an adulthood. And so what we want here is during this time where we're struggling, like how do we get people to, with their health? How do we get them to eat healthier? How do we get them to not drink? How do we get them to not smoke? Like what, what can we do? Well, what do we do is we love them and we demonstrate. We live the life that we are teaching them and then hope that they follow suit. Uh Sarah says, no, you're not. I met my husband at 12. Now I am three. My dad has had a stroke. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Sarah. I'm so sorry. Okay. So let's see. So the card that would be what I was describing is the seven, seven of hearts, but with the material. Ah, is it going to be seven of diamonds? I'm going to commit to seven of hearts. Watch, it's like six of clubs. Here we go. Yes. Seven of hearts. Oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad that it hit Sarah. I'm glad I got it right. Oh, thank goodness. Um, so, yes, that's the advice that I would have for you. That was a great way to end the stream. I'm glad that we nailed that one. Thank you very much. Notice that I wait until there aren't as many eyeballs here, so if I screwed it up, <laughs> no one would ever see. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to see that, Sarah. So was that helpful for you, Sarah? Did that give you the insight that you're looking for? Let me know in the comments below. I'd love to hear it. And let me uh, take a look here and read what we got for the comments. Happy Alice says, sending your dad healing love. What do we got going on here? I'm glad to hear that it was accurate for you, Sarah, and that the tuning up made it sound perfect for you. Met my husband at 12. Now I'm 30. Wow, what a journey. What a transformation. My dad had a stroke. I'm so sorry to hear that, Sarah. 
a week age a, a week ago. My God. I'm so sorry, Sarah. Definitely. Yes, if, if you're a Christian, please send Sarah some prayers. Wow, that's just, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Sarah. But, you know, turn to the love. Turn to the love. This is that time, man. It's going to help you. You are on the right path. Thank you very much, Sarah. I appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You said it when you read the cards. I am. God is good. Yes. Awesome. I'm so glad, Sarah. I'm glad. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you very much for letting me give you a reading today. I hope you enjoyed it. Come on back. Let us know. That's what the owls are here. This is that one place on the internet you can come where it's not negativity and politics and nonsense all the time and your time stream and just telling you nonsense and just horror and trying to make you upset. Instead, we work together to grow, to learn, to gain self-knowledge, to explore philosophy, to promote and create the good, the beautiful, and the true. That's what the owls are all about. And I enjoyed having you guys all here today. And thank you for tuning in. And again, if you guys ever want to get a personality test reading for free, go to askwizardmagic.com. Um, and make sure you like, follow, and hit the C first. And that way, Facebook will let you know when I'm live about 30% eh, of the time. Um, and, you know, if they don't willing to alert you, you can know that I'm always here Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. Thank you all so much. And I hope that I helped you all out. Sarah says, made me feel better. I'm glad I was able to help you, Sarah. Happy Owl says, have a great night. Thank you very much. By the way, Happy Owl, I've been loving the the. The, the the photos my goodness the the kooka what is the kooka bird bird the kooka bird that thing was insane it was so insane that i literally think i had a dream about it um okay we'll, we'll, we'll just derail it since this is the end of the stream anyway um i had a dream where i think it was a kooka bird came up to me and it had like feathers that were like fur and and then it curled up in my my lap and it started talking to me and it had teeth and it was playfully nibbling my finger and then told me it wanted me to name it. And then I named it. It was a very weird dream. <laughs> I named it Delilah. I don't know what that means, but that was my dream I had. So you, the, the kookaburra, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, so your, your image had an impact on me on a subconscious level. So congratulations, Happy Owl. <laughs> you, you inserted a bird into my brain. Good job. That's the, the most mundane and benign inception I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you very much. No. All right, everybody. Well, with that silly note, I am going to end the stream. Thank you very much for tuning in, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.